Yo, assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome to episode 26 of the Thoughtful Banter Podcast. I am your host, Matthew, along here with my co-host. You're supposed to say my name. Hussein. Yes, sir. <laughs> I always feel I always feel like wrong. Like I shouldn't introduce you. I'm like, like he a grown man. He can like say his own name. Um, my bad. My co-host, Hussein, wonderful co-host here today. Um, as I said previously, episode 26, man, I can't believe it's a movie, you know, like episode 25 is a fourth of a hundred, a hundred is a pretty big, up, a pretty big number. So I can't wait till we get to that episode. Um, before we start this episode off fully, before we dive into the thoughtful banter that's about to concur here, am I using that word right? Occur. Occur here. Um, we will first be shouting out the honorable patrons. Yes, sir. So first we got Ali, Ahmad, Latifa. Ali, TJM, Justin, and Muhammad. Big shout out to those guys. Thank you guys so much for supporting and being loyal members. And the reason why we're able to buy a lot of the new equipment and things that we do. So, uh huh. Yeah, as you can see, so the much. production is up, bro. First of all, 20, 25, I think like almost like twenty five uh, thousand views on Instagram. I know our our reels have been going a little crazy. Yeah, I've been looking at crazy. like. Ah, <laughs> it's not even crazy for real, but like, <laughs> no, nah, it's pretty crazy considering how many followers we have. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's I don't pretty know, you've crazy. been tagging them right or something. I was like, I don't know. I just woke. I remember <laughs> <laughs> what like the first reel that like popped off. Um, I checked my Instagram, and you know how? So I have multi. I have both the thoughtful banter account and my account on my Instagram. And so you know how if you have messages or something or notifications on another account, you, at the bottom of your screen, like the right. The bottom right hand side, you just see this the profile picture and then like the red dot underneath that's to show you have notifications. So I see the no- <laughs> so I see the notification thing, and I'm like, oh okay, we got like a few likes on the newest draw, and then I hold it to see how much we have, and it says like six hundred, and I'm like, whoa! whoa. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yo, this is broken. <laughs> yeah, you know. Y- you know, I realized I don't have any clout when I was on the Thoughtful Banter Instagram and I saw people who I never knew, never met, liking my stuff. And I was like, I don't know these people. Who the heck is that? And I'm like, oh, that's what it, that's that's what, what it feels like. <laughs> that's, yeah, like that's what like big accounts do all the time. They inter- interact with new people. Yeah. But we appreciate the love. Um, you know, of course, just shout out to you guys. Shout out to the supporters who make the podcast possible. Absolutely. Um, I'm really trying to, I'm trying to like... I think I'm kind of getting a hang of how to get content noticed. Mm-hmm. I'm now trying to learn how to retain. Yeah, Matt, he's our maestro. He's our magician. What, maestro. Yeah, he's our magician. Never, this is a, what does that mean? Like magic man, magician. Yeah. Interesting. This is a new word I'm adding to my Wizard. Artillery. Um, nice. Anyways. I like that, maestro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to just get retention now, though. Like, I know it's normal. Th- I know, like, if something gets a million views... You know, even if it's good, I'm offering you water because your throat's on a dry. Oh, that's why. Don't finish. I, I want that back though. Uh, <laughs> I was like, why is this cup of water here? <laughs> no, um, I was like, you want that in the shot? No, no, no. It's not, it's, yeah, this aesthetic water. No, you, you like what earlier, and I was like, oh, he's 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 thirsty. It's so funny. I didn't even notice. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, like I understand, like if something gets like a hundred thousand views, for example, like mm-hmm. maybe only a thousand of those people, that's a lot even yeah. will like subscribe, you know, but like, I'm just trying to increase those odds, but like find out it's very interesting because for example, um, 
like I think a lot of smaller channels, what they do is they just put their name all over the clip. But that doesn't really matter because no one cares what your name is. Yeah. It's like you you want to find a way for people to understand if you want more of this, go to the place. Come here, yeah. But not coming at not coming at it from a credit point because that's so corny. Like, bro, you're not cool. Do you think you're cool enough for some other patient to snack this? You don't have credit yet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, reposting it. Not Joe Rogan. But, yeah. I'm just trying to figure all that. Yikes. Um, How's life? Wait, right? Yikes at Joe Rogan? Yes. Anyways. um, We have to talk about this, bro. Every time I bring up Joe Rogan, your opinion is just solely yikes. And every time I say yikes, your opinion is, like, hardcore dogged. Dogged, uh, is it dogged fanboy, fanboy. He's like, is he really that bad? <laughs> Joe Rogan, listen, listen. Joe Rogan is like, is he really that bad though? Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I like Joe Rogan. I'm kind I'm of like saying. lukewarm on Joe Rogan. I'm not, I'm not like an absolute hater. I think some of the things he says is are dumb, and but I don't think they're particularly. I don't think they're any more dangerous than like what's said on Fox News or like. Uh, probably a lot safer than anything said on I, Fox News. A lot, I'm not a sure, lot, but bro. anyways, because um, at least Joe Rogan gets other people on. Like Fox News is a, a like a if bro, people Fox say News Joe Rogan guests every day, bro. What are you talking about? I mean, they have guests. I'm every dead day. serious. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they have, have multiple de- guests every day. But like, for example, like Joe Rogan, you know, he will have a conservative conservative on, but you know, he also have people like he had this lady who like the whole episode there is talking about Palestine. Mm-hmm. For example, you know, he'll have a vegan on, even he, even though he's like a mad carnivore type beat, he'll have a vegan on and he'll have a carnivore on. Like he's, a, I think, I think, I mean, no one can say what his intentions are, but judging from his actions, I do think that Joe Rogan is someone who at least believes that he cares about the truth and like hearing multiple perspectives. How did we get on Joe Rogan? I don't um, know. I, mean, I, I, I always just put some respect on his name. You know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. I heard you mumbling uh, Joe's name. I, just yeah, I mean he's just yeah. Sorry for going to Connor. Anyways, it's my habit. <laughs> what do we got for today, Mackie? What's the plan? I mean, well, I thought we could banter a little bit and then answer some questions, answer some um some replies we got. So on the Instagram story, I sent it to you. Um, and then we pull that up. People, Jamie, Jamie, yeah, Jamie, pulled that up. I asked the fans on Instagram, "What's the hardest part about being Muslim?" Um, in America and we got some great responses and I want to go through these actually and I think I guess now is a good time to do so um, I just want to preference this kind of discussion give me a second let me let me clear my thoughts so you guys asked us questions on Instagram and we have answers so we asked you guys what, kind of <laughs> we have partial we, we answers. have we have we have words. we have some insight we have words yeah a, c- a couple words yeah that's it uh-huh. i can guarantee you words um but i think it's interesting and important discussions to be have especially because the point of this podcast as we're we just want to keep on reiterating is we want to provide a space for muslim youth and have conversations that maybe should be having the masjid but just can't be held at the masjid or maybe shouldn't be held in the masjid but or maybe should still be held somewhere for people who go to the masjid yeah um so we asked you guys like what's the hardest part about being in america some of y'all were very honest alhamdulillah (laughs) Um, and we just want to talk about that would you like to go first like which which one stuck out to you um no i would not like to go first yeah no pick something bro (laughs) i saw one here cat it says halal restaurants. 
it's not like where where do you live? <laughs> Idaho. Even then, like I mean, it depends. Some people are very um very very strict about only going to restaurants, like going to restaurants that only serve halal meat, and are like and even 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 like not only just serving halal meat, but also being Muslim owned. So like, if that's what he means by halal restaurants, then. I don't know a lot of those, so maybe, maybe he's right. That's true. Uh, but like where halal came from is such a like, I, my, my parents told me that back in the day to like get halal food, they'd have to literally find a halal butcher. Like a butcher. Yeah. Like one dude. Or buy an actual <laughs> animal. living animal yeah, yeah, yeah. and pay to kill it on the guy's land. Like like my dad would be like, yeah, I had to go kill the goat, uh-huh. slaughter and you like use his facility and, you know, pack the meat. And like, of course I I give it to all my friends as well. Yeah, it wasn't just for like my family. It was a big deal. It was for my family, your family, mm-hmm. the family down the street. You know? and people would drive. The family 45 minutes away. You know, and People would drive long distances for this. Actually, uh, on the Muslim Vibe podcast, Hasib was talking about this. Mm-hmm. You know, like just people driving hours just to get like <laughs> halal me. meat. <laughs> yeah. When now it's like at Costco, there's uh, halal beef, there's halal lamb. Yeah. Even at your favorite restaurant. Oh, there's some good halal stuff at Costco too, bro. Yeah, Costco is different. I didn't I, I didn't did not know want to know that. about what goes into making the prices so low. I did not though. know. It <laughs> was, well, well, they take a loss. They pretty much take a loss or break even on most, most of their, um, most of their produce. Um, what they really make profit from is the memberships. Mm, yeah. Like Netflix. Yeah. So the membership Netflix before Netflix, drive, but, but, but not Netflix. Cause Netflix has been hiking up the price of their membership yeah. <laughs> and the quality of like film or movies and stuff that we get on Netflix is getting worse. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> don't get me started on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I've been using HBO a lot more. But now. have you seen, um, there, I saw, I read this article and apparently they had at Costco, they have like this, this deal, this meal this meal deal with the hot dog uh-huh. um that's really cheap i don't remember the prices off the top of my head but basically <laughs> one ceo suggested that they adjust the price for inflation because they were like we're losing money on this <laughs> and the guy i guess the the big ceo like the big owner he threatened to kill him what? <laughs> yeah he was like don't you dare what? don't you dare change that price that's cold <laughs> it's super cold that's very cold um, yeah plus Plus, Costco, they pay their, their employees really well. The benefits for their employees are really good. I know you like that so, socialist saying. I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm with Costco. I'm with Costco. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, I, well, I, just, I didn't know that about Costco. Um, but like, <laughs> but anyways, back if, to yeah, the point. <laughs> if, if you live like in a remote place, so for example, yeah. maybe maybe it's not adjusting. Well, he said a restaurant specifically. So, Have you heard of Silver Diner, brother? Rest, so I was like, Shout bro, bro, out. Do you Shout hear what out. I just said, bro? Silver Diner is not Muslim-owned. Bro, see, some people make halal harder for themselves than Islam ass, bro. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. Some people, bro, don't like, give you, you some know, people go to a Maddie, restaurant, you, bro, especially Iranians. I'm going to back it up. Hold up. Iranians be going to a place that, <laughs> Allah, do you know what halal is to the waiter? And be like, they're like testing the waiter, Islam. Did you make vadu before you serve my meal? <laughs> it's like, bro. Bro, you know how I feel about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst person to talk to about this. I, I know. You know, I, I kind of get upset sometimes, so don't get me started. Actually, I want to yeah. get you started. Like, what what's upsetting <clears throat> about it, particularly for you? Um, Because it's upsetting because it's not supposed to be that difficult, and it's made that difficult. And, for example, one thing that really, really bothers me, and I've seen this happen before with some people um, I've been around, is when, like, a group of people are going to a restaurant and every everyone's Muslim, everyone's Shia, right? And they're all like, yeah, this place is halal. 
Like, it's all good, right? <clears throat> that's all you need. That That's all you need, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is literally all you need. But then there's one person who, like, gets a veggie burger because you're like, oh, brother, you know, I can't be sure. And I'm like... I don't know. To me, it feels insulting almost. It's, it's like it's a little pretentious too. Yeah, right? like I'm better. I'm better than yeah. You guys. I'm like, bro. We're all we're all Muslim. We're all Shia. We're all operating with the best knowledge that we have. Like no one's lying, right? <laughs> no one. Yeah. No one here is lying. Um, I like some some people have even worked at some of these places. You know, yeah. it's so OCD. It's very. It, it gives me OCD vibes. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a cultural thing. I remember there was some controversy at the masjid last year for Muharram. Mm-hmm. There was a sheikh, and he was talking about this specific subject. He was talking about people like double, double checking, double, triple, quadruple checking. Like, yeah, things like if something is halal or haram, or if something's net jazz, and like especially like from Iranians, for example, right? Like that's that's the background I've seen. It's very common, like with Iranians, just casually, like the, the mindset is, I'm going to help you out, you know, like, oh, I don't want us to eat hot on food accidentally because eating hot on food by itself mm-hmm. is the damage. Yeah. But the mindset that the scholar was sharing was essentially, don't quote me on it. That's why I'm not saying his name, but like the damage isn't necessarily that you are literally eating hot on food, but it's the, the damage. If you're doing your due diligence and someone and you eat hot on food unknowingly mm-hmm. the, the harm isn't on you yeah and all you have to do is do you do your due diligence and islam sets a clear parameter for that and after after that point islam set the due diligence is not hard yeah <laughs> it's not like why why investigative pushing? sleuth work that's that's not yeah. what it is you're not a detective you're not supposed <laughs> to be a detective out here bro uncles uncles stake out the behind the restaurant bro see Especially, which truck are unloading as, the meat <laughs> He's like, does he have on the kufi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, especially living in America, you know, um, the likelihood that even the Muslim-owned restaurant that you go to regularly and you know the owner and he's a practicing Shia guy, the likelihood that potentially even some of his meat is not completely, you know, with it is very high. Like, if you think about it. <laughs> really? I don't want to think about it. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, like, bro, there meat is slaughtered in creekstone for example yeah was it australia is that, yeah is that australia creekstone we know that they're certified halal yeah that's literally all we know yeah we don't know who's certified we don't, <laughs> we don't know who's certified we don't know, what they're, we really don't know doing. what they're in there in that factory doing so at a certain point like you're gonna kill yourself if you actually take this to its logical conclusion <laughs> so you're just, kind, you you're just kind of saying, like you're just never gonna eat meat <laughs> which i mean if you're okay with that i mean i'm fine I'm not i guess really okay with it but like it's not supposed to be that difficult <laughs> you know but you can also just contaminants conti- like yeah. we don't know what kind of contaminants are are we have no idea we have no idea so i'm like bro if you're gonna take it that far take it that far you like you you want you want there, there to be a, a commitment a, a logical you, you want a logical consistency yeah. i feel you on that <laughs> But yeah. you, you just kind of like made me think about it too much now. So we're going to change the subject. <laughs> now you're like, now I'm, I'm like, not going to eat anything. If I do know, though, <laughs> if I'm even thinking that it's possible, should I even stop? I'm just moving on. But you don't know. That's the thing. But Listen, if you, but I'm saying if you follow every. It's my Shia brother Hussein says, ah, halal. Subhanallah. Okay, subhanallah, subhanallah, that, subhanallah. That's it. <laughs> you got to pick the next one. Okay. You picked the easy one. Anyways. I picked the first one. I didn't like find all of them and then pick the easiest. I picked the first okay, one. Okay, so what question did you ask exactly? Because I'm looking at one that I need to know that. 
So like, before. what's the hardest part about being Muslim in the West? Oh, okay. So this this question we've kind of talked about this question before. Um, which one comes first? That's funny. So Western, oh, Western slash American. Wait, in our wait, wait. That's how you read that. You philosopher. What do you mean? I thought he made it like uh, out of all the problems, which one came first? <laughs> why? Wow. Would, why would that? You're be? a nerd. Why, no. Why You're would like, that be? Your, oh wow! Which one does come first? No, that's not what he meant. Yes, it is, man. Yes, it is. Which one comes first, being Western or being Muslim? But you know, someone else says something like, "Sheesh, I don't know where to start," and then they answer like, "That's what he could have meant." I don't think he has, he's as deep as you think. Bro, I think it's not that deep. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I think okay. I'm right. Tell, tell okay, me let, let, let's assume I'm right because if I'm wrong, the, it's a boy, it's the a worst, thing, the worst yeah. thing that happens is that he gets a laugh. Like yeah. these, these people actually took me seriously. Anyways, <laughs> um, which one comes first? Ter- tell us Aristotle. In any way. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, uh, this question, we've talked about this a little bit. This is kind of what this podcast is about, kind of. Um, I guess carving out that niche, niche or niche, whatever, however you pronounce it, for people who maybe don't don't identify primarily with their with their Western or American identity, and maybe more want to cultivate that like Islamic practice. Anyways, uh, what comes first? What should come first? Obviously, is like Muslim before anything, right? I don't think that's like ambiguous or hard to parse or something difficult to extract controversial. For, or controversial yeah i think that's pretty straightforward now the question is how in in application of these like principles how does that actually play out now what that looks like in reality is often where me mahdi and our communities at large as muslim communities at large often mess up because we oftentimes get caught up in the uh rat race of chasing the american dream and chasing american ideals that don't necessarily align with our islamic ideals and that's not to say that getting a good job is bad and that's not to say that focusing and doing well in your studies is bad but we ultimately have to remember that all these things that all of these things that we're doing we're striving for a greater cause which is our afterlife and if we forget about that then we truly truly are no better than <clears throat> the non-muslims just chasing the bag they're like there's no difference between us yeah you know um, if we don't have that that purpose that guiding our actions then who who really cares how much money you can make who really cares how much money making potential you have like your your only real true potential is your spiritual potential and if you're just simply chasing the bag and never cultivating that, you're going to miss a lot. And you're going to look back and you're going to be sad. But anyways. SubhanAllah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got way deeper than I thought you would. Um, I do think that like what makes this, you know, what makes this a an actual. like Put your, on, put your mic close. On the surface mouth. level, this is like a stupid question. In the sense of people like, oh, obviously Islam, as you said, right? But what makes it difficult is also a lot of times we don't even know what Islam is. Can you turn my game up? I'm like, like, I'm like this in the mic. There you go. Hello. Is this better? Yeah. So I think, yeah, like on the surface level, it is a very obvious question, but what makes it hard is for example, many times we don't actually even know what Islam is. Yeah. We're doing what we think is culture. Mm-hmm. If you 
are Iranian and you lived in Iran your whole life. Are you, you just going here. in on Iranian? Because I'm Iranian. I'm not yeah, going to call out the racist. I, 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 so I know why. For example, <laughs> like funny. if you come from like, if, you, if you're in Iran, you came here, you raised kids here, and you're trying to make sure your kids are raised Islamically, mm-hmm. a lot of the things you could be doing are just Iranian things. Yeah. Because of course your culture impacted the way you understood your religion. Yeah. So I mean, there those is, things make it and, 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 and sometimes it makes it more complicated when there is such a close linkage between culture and religion. Like, Iranian culture was heavily, heavily, heavily impacted by Islamic culture, it, Shia yeah. Muslim culture specifically. Exactly. You know, so um, especially like I, I feel honestly, <clears throat> I feel for people, um, and it's hard kind of to make that distinction, especially when it's so closely connected. Um, what's weird though is when sometimes when they come here, it seems like they keep the they keep. Uh, I guess I guess I guess it's not weird because what they because what they maintain and what they try to like um, nurture is that culture that they're conflating with Islam. Yeah, and 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 even shows up in in weird ways like people trying their hardest not to speak English but trying to speak Farsi, mm-hmm. for instance. I mean, I don't think that's like. Well, I think that I think that's good. No, 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 no. I don't mean to say like I think that's good when it comes to raising your kids because mm-hmm. you want to make sure th- they're going to learn English no matter what. Yeah. Make sure they learn Farsi. I'm talking about like especially adults. if you have relatives that live over there. I'm talking so. about adults uh-huh. and groups of people that are mixed and they're only speaking with Farsi speaking people. Oh, I see. I and see, they're see. and they're acting like they're foreigners when it's like, but you've been here 15 years, uh-huh. or like you made your life here. You're you're American yeah. to an extent, and like that triggers some people. Like, I'm not American. I'm like. Okay, why are you living there? Like you're here for you know you're, you're American, bro. Uh-huh. You, you're you're getting your bag here. Yeah. Whoever's getting you your bag, like you're American. Yeah. <laughs> you are wherever your bag is. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like to an extent, you know. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't mean you have to agree with all the evils no, yeah, that happen yeah. here. Yeah. We don't either. Okay, like born and raised American, exactly. but you're still American, buddy. Uh-huh. Right, you know what I'm saying? So. You're right. I do need to stop painting. You're right. This episode, I might lose my Persian card. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we hit the the points that we, you wanted us to hit in asking the question, but um, hope you enjoyed listening to us philosophize. I don't know. <laughs> and th- here comes another philosophical question. So the again, the prompt is, what's the hardest thing about being a Muslim in America? I'm reading here, <clears throat> stay away from the jounce. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't know if you can tell, like me and Matthew have like a little bit of like sniffles and stuff. Um, so just forgive us if you hear any yeah, grossing or, out or <coughs> on the yeah, mic. It's, gross. <laughs> it's the allergies, man. They're hitting yeah. me hard, um, bro. It wasn't just before. I'll get to. We'll get to the question. Uh-huh. But it wasn't until oh, you were working on Eid. But I went to Shahin Nejev um, for Eid uh, Salat, mm-hmm. and it was in a park. And I swear, I hadn't. My allergy had not hit me until I walked into that park, and my eyes just started stinging. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "No, it hit, what me, is mon- happening? It hit me Monday too." Actually, yeah, yeah, Monday. It's like a bunch of pollen, and like literally, I called out work because I, I thought I'd go with it, and I was like, "Nope, just allergies." Like, you, <laughs> you didn't work yesterday? Oh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, I was about to be heated. You, I don't know if you heard it in my voice. Anyways, <laughs> stay away, staying away from the jumps. Um, yes, that, that is a challenge. Um, Alhamdulillah is not one I struggle with anymore. And, uh, I, the, <laughs> the insight, uh, not the insight, the advice I can give you, I can't give you on this podcast. So I think we're going to skip that one. What do you think? Unless you, ha- you have something. Give them insights. Okay. Nah, I mean, first of all, I just want to say that is that. So there, I, there, there are actually several questions here that pertain to 
staying away from hot on relationships. And I'll address it by saying this. Mm -hmm. You deserve empathy because the temptation of Zena is a very particular one. And I was thinking about it on the car right here because I was reading these questions preparing for the podcast. And I, mm -hmm. and I thought to myself, why is it so common? Why is it different? And I think the reason it's different is because smoking weed or drinking alcohol or other things like haram, like eating haram meat, for example, are all things that are fun, mm -hmm. enjoyable, but there's a very easy supplementation to them. You know, they're all means to something else. But like you mean you can do something else for yeah, yeah if you yeah. wanna if you wanna have fun like and socialize with weed you can do other things yeah if you are struggling not finding a halal restaurant okay you can be vegan bro it's not gonna kill you yeah you know eat some salmon you know but there's Fish no there's no halal substitute for a relationship besides a relationship yeah and people like at the end of the day like I don't I, I when I was single I really hated when people beat around the bush people say stuff like. Work harder, work out, be tired. All these things are true, but truthfully, none of these things are pure supplements. These are all stoppages. Yeah, they're stop gaps. They're, they're it's not supposed. It's not. I don't think anyone giving that advice. Yeah, was like this is going to sustain you for your entire life. Well, people act like it when they tell like kids <laughs> in college, uh -huh. you're not going to get married until you finish your degree. Yeah, so uh, you, mm. you know, like, what do you mean? You want me to work out for ten years? What, like, what if you're like in medical school? Yeah. You want me to just kill myself for 10 years? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like, it, it, it is difficult. It is. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I guess if I could just give, like, a corny bit of spiritual advice, not that I'm anyone to give it, but oh, just God. something that helped me. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it, 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 it lessened what could have been a lot worse. Um, there, there is an immense value... <clears throat> an extreme importance in lowering your gaze in lowering your gaze. Awesome. If you are, if you are, you know, hard, <laughs> hard, uh, appreciating every look and taking multiple looks of things, you're messing yourself up. You're like, what was the expression? Um, I don't remember the expression, but literally you're like, you're making it harder for yourself. I have an expression. You're actually. making it more difficult for yourself. Yeah. Um, and that's, again, this, that's not always going to work. And that's not like this, this freaking like magic wand that you just wave it and then everything stops and everything is better, but it does help. And that's me speaking from like personal experience. I will say like on top of that, um, very, very true because uh, voice crack, very true. <laughs> God, I hate these allergies, whatever. Um, sexuality right is like a natural flame within you right mm -hmm. like let's say there's like it just bear with me if you're listening um whether you're a man or woman just imagine like there is a flame within you right this flame is like always going to be this sounds cool there you know it's like a, a small fire and the fire is constantly burning and there's wood supplying the fire there's a normal level to this fire right there's a healthy natural level to it yeah wood is a natural thing you find in nature and it feeds a fire it fuels it yeah and fire isn't a bad thing fire provides warmth safety um it can protect you it can cook your food and the same thing with sexuality and it can also cause forest fires um it can also burn <laughs> whole fields of crops away can, <laughs> yeah fire can be used to uh, keep you warm and if you get too close to the fire it can burn your hand mm-hmm 
So that's sexuality. And when I'm using the metaphor of wood, I'm like, wood is a normal uh, source of fuel for the fire. You know, the reason I mention that is because like sometimes like in, in the West, for example, it's very common right now, like even in school and stuff, kids are told watching porn's normal, mm-hmm. right? Um, like and like healthy, it's healthy, normal, educational, and it's like, listen, your well, ancestors, educational, but like people, people will say that. <laughs> okay, uh, yikes! Your ancestors never, never watched pornography, mm-hmm. and they didn't need any help because you're here today. Yeah, you know, <laughs> f- f- like without a doubt. Yeah, and men are, at this time in the world, men have never been so single. So tell me why, if if porn is so helpful, tell me why at a time where porn is so rampant, men men who are sexually active, like the number is actually really low. Mm-hmm. Many men cannot get in a relationship. But back in the day, oh, the, the, like what was porn back in the day is just what's on, on the cover of buildings. Yeah. You know? So um, that is gasoline to the fire. Like pornography mm-hmm. and all this other stuff is gasoline to the fire and it gets out of control and you need to get to a point where your fire is just the normal natural sustained fire that yeah it's not altered no altered fire no, no chemically altered fire no gasoline on the exactly. fire and that's what like and people when i say porn people think like okay just technical pornography but I think that like Instagram, social media. No, yeah, following like Instagram models on following like women you yeah. should not be following on your Instagram. Yeah, you know if you're a man, um, fo- yeah, there's just models like even yeah. if they're not, <clears throat> even if they're not doing a lot of things that other people are doing, you should probably just cut down on it. Even if there's a, like even it, honestly, honestly, even if there's a girl in your school that you think is really cute and you're like just following if her, you get excited when she posts a picture. Exactly, like, oh, she, like, she posts on her story. That's a red flag. Yeah. Because you're following her for a reason. Shut it down. Get rid of the gasoline. Take the gasoline away from the fire. Make sure your fire is fueled by just wood, you know, and that is just your brain. Mm -hmm. And your brain's enough, brother. (laughs) You don't need help. Yeah. You know? Um, And and think that will improve things. Mm -hmm. And people are like, oh, I'm really struggling. But it's like, if you're struggling and your fire is just fueled by wood, that's a good struggle. Like, that's Mm -hmm. that's what kind of... That's what kind of makes you a man. The reason why I don't like the prescription of, oh, if you're feeling this way or you're thinking about this, muta, which is a prescription that a lot of people are um, are fond of giving, especially to young boys, is because it doesn't give you that that grit and it doesn't give you that and it doesn't give you the chance to learn to control yourself with the natural with the natural burning wood, like you were saying. Remember? Mm-hmm. So, um, you said that's part of, that's kind of, you feel like you almost feel like that's part of being a man. Well, you know? maybe not even, I'm not even necessarily saying that like, I, I wasn't even thinking about it necessarily in the context of don't do multa or even no, multa. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not. Oh no, 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 not, not, sorry. Not like, I didn't even necessarily mean it like in fighting your temptations. I mean mm-hmm. like just feeling sexually frustrated mm-hmm. and sitting in discomfort is what it means to be human being a man and like yeah. all these other behavior like i mean in rushing si- for a mutta in or sitting, rushing to in porn, sitting in that and sitting in that you are fighting it. yeah and like even whether you're rushing to multa or, or rushing to pornography whatever to ease your struggles mm-hmm. is you avoiding discomfort um, and obviously, you, you cannot hold on to discomfort forever. Yeah, and and this but, is not to say that Mota doesn't have a place either. Like, 
don't don't misunderstand me mm-hmm. um i just think we are oftentimes especially like older guys to younger men oftentimes far too liberal in the prescription of oh bro just yeah. get up what that bro yeah i was i was told that like it was nothing it's easy, bro. <laughs> and again like this the sad truth is to trigger a lot of people um you know like it's actually it's actually kind of really bad if you really think about their damage we're doing in the sense of people don't know even the ethical side of multi they just know the technical scripture side but the technical scripture side actually comes with other rulings yeah with it so with the number one a lot of people are having multis that are haram if the multi isn't correct then you're not doing a multi you're doing zina <laughs> right yeah yeah um also which is what we're avoiding and then the other aspect of it is think about this people get a bad have a bad thought about shias and they think shia guys are running around the the zinning the zina committing muslims mm-hmm. you know like you hear this stuff about shia dudes I've, I've heard like i've heard stuff about, like dudes who are like so timid and like kind and soft guys being like at an msa being like the only shia guy <laughs> and other girls like oh that's you know all of a sudden he goes like oh that's a shia guy uh, like, he's about to he, he has know. like a bunch of he's like a dog and the dude's <laughs> getting there like you know bro we don't we're not you're not gonna come here and just you know yeah, yeah, yeah. all of our sisters and it's like the fact that they think like that you know that on their side that might be just some like anti-shia rhetoric but i'm sure there's also people going around and ruining the perspective of shia muslims yeah because they're abusing something yeah also there's like i i don't know I have seen <clears throat> the generation like before us, a lot of the men from that generation to this day are just not married. Yeah. Because they fell into this muta loop. And they're just it's a loop. They're just in this like an infinite loop of muta, 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 muta. And then at some point it's like, bro, why? Why why go through the difficulties? Of actually getting a permanent wife, yeah, because at, at because it is because it's not it, having a relationship, building a relationship, keeping a relationship is difficult. A a a, a, a relationship that is intended to last forever, yes, it's and that's why difficult. they that's why they get into it. It's because difficult. a short term relationship doesn't have those problems. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if this is a reason, but perhaps this is why it is half of our dean because it's hard and it can I was be hard. just talking to somebody about this today, actually. <laughs> you know yeah it is hard it's not just it's not just oh now i can have my desires filled there's a lot more to a relationship and maintaining a relationship than that and sometimes you being spiritual is not you praying a hundred rakats sometimes you being spiritual is you going to war when you're supposed to and coming back with ptsd and a missing arm that's you being spiritual <laughs> you know sometimes being spiritual is running around chasing after your your daughter or your little child taking care of them making sure that they're fed making sure that your wife is okay and being in the worst mood having the the, the lowest amount of sleep that's you being spiritual and that's difficult and that's that's it is far easier to just jump from than to do that. Subhanallah. You weren't quoting anyone there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, those were. Um, shout out, you shout know. Shout out, yeah. Shout but, out, you but, know. Like, Takaya, shout out. Uh, <laughs> no, that's. Subhanallah. Like, that's some, something I heard re, re, uh, regarding spirituality was essentially spirituality is doing what Allah wants you to do, mm. it's not the feeling. Yes, the intention, inshallah, maybe one day to enjoy, to enjoy it, yeah. the spirituality, um, but it is doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and, and to the multi-joint, it's a great conversation to have. 
And I think it's important to realize this because it's something that plagues everyone. This is like a Muslim problem, a non-Muslim problem, a universal problem. And it's actually something very specifically uh, specific to men. Sexuality is something developed. Mm-hmm. And your initial uh, awakening sexual experiences are often the things that people keep going back to. Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful what you introduce yourself to yeah. because part of the reason why you maybe see men who are like in their late thirties, early forties still doing what does is because maybe that was their first couple sexual experiences. And just the process of finding someone new is what's exciting to them. Mm-hmm. You, you would even, um, they've conditioned themselves. They've the conditioned themselves. Yeah. And you even see like, even if they got married, Maybe a year later, they're just like they're frustrated. They don't know why, mm-hmm. because this specific um, ritual that they built up over the years is not being itched. Because mm-hmm. they're like, I'm not finding this girl and you know macking with her, doing any kind of game. I'm not spinning any game. I'm coming home and the kids yelling and my wife's just not wearing any makeup uh-huh. and just chilling at the house. And I'm just not fulfilled. And it's like, well, it's not because you're wife isn't beautiful it's not because you don't have a good life it's because you made a ritual for yourself that's your new standard mm-hmm. and and now you you can't do that yeah Spon- so <laughs> <laughs> anyway so um yeah that got <laughs> that was one question that got a little deep uh but in essence you know like pers- pursue getting married as much as you can keep keep relying on allah um and Practice all the annoying things that are true, like lowering mm. your gaze and staying away from stay away from females in general. Period. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, honestly, a lot of the questions it looks like were basically like staying away from temptation. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, it's like temptation, temptation. Because it's it's and as one of the questions here says, it's literally all around us. Mm. Um. I think that what what helps me is like small things, and I I, I even asked my my friends for help with this recently. But you gotta turn on my mic, bro. I'm out here spitting like an MC. Good. Um, thank you. Like a lot of people, for example, no, uh, sorry, backtrack. So like this is even something that like we all struggle with, and like what I try to do is I try to make sure like in my habits in my day to day life. I do things that kind of like try to remind me of my taqwa at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, for example, I used to listen to like a lot of music on my way to and back from work. And I'm like, I already listened to a lot of music at the gym. I need to do something during my commute. That's at least religious. Yeah. So I'd hit like, I'd hit like my friend, my friend, uh, my homie chats, like, Hey, send me like a lecture series. <laughs> I have to learn something. Like I'm, I'm driving hours. Yeah. Every no, day. that's a great way to, that's a great way to learn. So, I was going to get, go no, on no, candy, but I don't ju- want to interrupt you. Continue. I, I appreciate that. It's upon a lot. I, I'll let you go. I just, I'll just add like not even to learn, mm. literally just to remind yourself and just to feel spiritual. Mm. And, and I know feeling spiritual isn't the goal, but like sometimes feeling spiritual is like that thing that feels like taqwa. Yeah, and it, and it gives you that 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 boost to actually do things that make you spiritual. Yeah, you know, like you're more likely to make yourself out on time if, for example, you already felt spiritual because that lecture reminded Hit. you uh-huh. of. You know the day of judgment. Yeah, type beat. Um, I was gonna say for learning, and this is not religious at all. But like, I remember when I used to drive a lot. 
I'd listen to like these cassette tapes with like Arabic conversations on them. <laughs> I just like listen to them nonstop. And that's kind of how I improved my Arabic. It was, it was pretty interesting. Um, yeah. There's one specific question. I think we can answer this one and then we could probably start wrapping up. Um, because I think this is also a pretty good question and it's kind of relevant too. So it says sticking to halal haram, um, basically boundaries or <laughs> rules, even when around non-Muslim classmates, friends, etc., etc. Sorry. Um, TBH. I don't really have that many non-Muslim <laughs> friends, <laughs> um, but I have had like, obviously I've had classmates and stuff. And sometimes, I mean, I'm not like vibing with them, but, uh, outside of class but and there'd be nothing wrong if i did but anyways something that has helped me is honestly being so i'm a big fan of being and i think everyone should be and everyone is people just don't often don't always understand the merit of it but being proactive rather than reactive so something that helped me from the jump was like if i met someone um that i didn't know somehow within the conversation i'd like bring up and i i try not to force it but sometimes it'd just be forced i'd be like oh yeah you know i'm muslim <laughs> they'd be like oh yeah. oh you're muslim and so they know they have like most people have a vague idea that muslim follows some kind of like rules right and so it's much different when you tell someone that from the beginning versus when they find that out be like by coincidence after they've done you know, however many things with you and they, and they just have this assumption that you're just like them. Um, I think it makes it easier. I, ma I think it makes them feel comfortable, feel more comfortable pressuring you into things that you, you are not comfortable with as well. Right. So if I don't know, if I meet you and I don't know that you have any kind of like specific rulings or specific boundaries that I shouldn't be, that shouldn't be crossed. And you're just the same guy as me. And we spend this time together. We have, we haven't even been doing anything wrong, but we spent this time together and I just have have never found out. Then somehow it comes up. Coincidentally, I find out. I see your sister or something. And then I'm like, hey, bro, I didn't know you were this. I really want to take you to this party, though. Um, yeah. You should, or, you should or come. Let's go for drinks. Like, exactly. or, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, let's it's go nice for drinks, gesture, bro. Yeah. Let's go. And, 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 and instead of setting that boundary from the, from the beginning and then being like, oh, <laughs> from the beginning, most normal people would be like, hey, me and my friends are going to be doing X, Y, Z. I don't know if you're down with it. Like most people are going to respect that, respect that even if they don't necessarily know the boundary that, that they're respecting either. Like they'll be like, I know Muslims vaguely. So maybe just, let me just ask instead of, <laughs> instead yeah. of like putting it on them, you know? But you know, what's funny is, is, is that one guy who's like, I know you're Muslim, but my boy Muhammad going to be there. Like, <laughs> the dude's like, yeah, there's going to be drinks, bro. Come. Like, I'm Muslim, bro. Bro, I'm not discriminating. <laughs> you know, like to him, he's being like a nice guy. Yeah. Like, bro, I know. I know. Come on. I need that drink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you probably have a little bit more experience because I dropped out college. You know, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Uh -huh. But like, at least I, I do the same thing, I guess, subconsciously with my coworkers. I just bring up a Muslim or like, yeah. if you work with me, like I'm going to pray in front of you. So I'll be mm. like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not planning a bomb. Um, can I make a lot? Yeah. I'm just going to pray real quick. Oh, do I have to leave the room? I'm like, dude, just, I don't care. I just don't want you to be fearful. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, like I'm sharing this space with you. Like I have to ask like, yeah, yeah. Are you okay it's with courtesy. Like. Yeah. Also, I think there's like a ruling given like, you know, if you're praying on land, that's not yours. You have to at least, you have to if you can't find the owner, at least ask someone. I mean, it's like, 
um, that has some kind of right to it or something. That's my understanding. Today's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's not crazy. I'm just going to bust out making us a lot. Like, they might just no, get yeah, freaked out yeah, by this. Yeah. It's kind of alarming. You know, yeah. like, hey, anyways, Muhammad. And they ask me a question. I'm just like, dude's praying. Like, that's weird. Um, I remember one time we had, a, uh, like, an ex- exterminator here. Yeah. He was, like, spraying around the house for, like, bugs and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then he was, like, a really friendly dude. Um, <clears throat> and he finishes from outside, and then he walks inside. And then we're all praying. And he's like... Um, he like opens he like cracks open the door he's like I'm done and like you know all jolly and merry <laughs> and then he walks in the door he's like oh he's <laughs> like eight people lined up <laughs> and he's like I'm like am I did I disturb exactly guys disturb the prayer like, and then he like quietly like closes the door <laughs> and that's walks hilarious. out yeah that's so funny yeah so like I mean yeah be, being do, doing like that is important and then like I guess knowing yourself in the sense of like if you really struggle with that when you have not with some friends um have friends that support your goals yeah period. have friends that support your, support that, your that, goals it, that's it like and then also like don't put yourself in compromising positions <laughs> you know yeah that, that's enough <laughs> of it too yeah <laughs> like yeah. a lot of the times people will in, will have a a bad feeling about something that's going to be done and it's, again it's not like these people are doing anything that's illegal it's not like the people are doing anything that's necessarily like super morally wrong or super morally bad it's just not it's sometimes it's just either really not aligned with what you're supposed to be doing as a muslim or it's like slightly like it may be something that might lead to something if it makes you like ponder you know what i'm saying it's usually like that something very simple have those moments of, of ponderance and they'll be and they'll just ignore that that intuition Bro, trust your gut, bro. <laughs> yeah, if if it like makes you think, just maybe maybe it's maybe it's better. And sometimes we push past that because little shaitan inside you that's locked up during it's about Ramadan. To get lit. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's about to get lit up here. <laughs> like if you have like a female classmate, and you're like, oh, she's pretty cute. Maybe, maybe she's like, oh, you want to walk me to my car? Yeah, like, oh, it's not it's not Zana, you know. Type I'm B. just walking her to I'm her car. T- I'm not touching her. But you know, if I get to spend a single extra second with her, like that's like you got to be real with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, and like if you're asking that question, you obviously care enough. So like, mm-hmm. have those conversations with yourself. Understand? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is this is like my metaphor. Know your devil. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> know you, your devil. And I think there's like a quote like that. Like, you have to know your demons. Also, it's good. Again, it's good to have friends like Matthew said that actually do align with your goals because what what whenever something like this would happen and maybe I'd have an intuition or maybe have a thought and I ignored it and say say nothing happened. But like, yeah, I walked that girl to her car. I talked to Matthew about it. I talked to my friends about it. They're like, "Bro, what are you? Do- <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That you know, you, you know, you know, you walked her to her car. This never happened. I'm saying he's a great guy, but <laughs> hypothetically, like, you know, you walked her to your car because you liked her. Yeah, you're and, not walking your also, old old man to his car. You're not helping a senior citizen. You, on, on some level, you're also acknowledging. The potential of something to happen. And you're curious. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that'll yeah. be lit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Absolutely. You're flirting. You're playing with fire, bro. He's <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're with playing, that fire. Playing with that gasoline. Bro. Yeah. Like, the spring, you're like, the gas is not on it. I'm just have the gasoline just in case the fire goes out. You're <laughs> the gas the fire. Like, let me sprinkle some gas on there. Like, don't don't sprinkle gasoline on the fire. Because the fire goes whoosh. And you then they catch you. They'll catch you. Burn your hand. Um. And like when I said like know your double like that's part of that's just like being really real with yourself. Um, some things like everyone's everyone's different, mm-hmm. you know. Like some people cannot go to the gym. 
Like some people, the gym really bothers them. I understand it. Some people, they can't go to the gym. Like for me, for my, for example, I love the gym. Mm-hmm. I re- like the gym helps me in every area of my life. I spent like I think two hours the other day at the gym, and I was like, I've been here too long. I'm trying to get out, right? You know what I'm saying? But like, if you're like, I'm trying to make some gains. Oh, the gym is bad for me, but I'm just trying to work out. Then, then just don't go to the gym. Like, yeah. know yourself and know you're trying to convince yourself into that thing just because you want to play with some fire. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, oh, no, I had something else to say about friends, right? Like, I understand that if you already have friends with someone, it's hard to break their friendship. I'm not necessarily saying necessary. I'm not advocating people. You just break off your friendships, but you should have friends for a specific reason and honestly someone just only being nice isn't reason enough for someone to be a close friend Mm -hmm. you have to know yourself and if you know that you're malleable and you're weak in some areas and having a certain friend can be problematic for you then you don't need that friendship yeah you need to be friends with people who bring you up in some way or you need to you need to put a lot of distance (laughs) and maybe not physical distance or like emotional distance necessarily but you need to like construct boundaries and like hard boundaries yeah which will which will by itself alter the nature of a relationship of course like naturally you know if you stop if you if you make it clear to someone that you're not okay with something that you used to be okay with something that you used to be okay with sorry um that's automatically gonna change the way that you and that person interact with that thing and maybe you guys don't interact as much because all you guys did was that thing yeah So it just it's something that naturally occurs. Yeah, and I think like something that's just like I don't understand how people so many people are gonna be so triggered. I feel like the sisters get the most triggered by this question. Like every time we ask like in youth circles and stuff, I feel like women are most delusional when it comes to this particular particular circumstance. Get uh-huh. ready to cancel me. Okay. Men and women cannot be friends, bro. I'm gonna die on that hill. Mm-hmm. Like for the most part, they cannot. I can't. I can't say for the most part. If I'm gonna die on the hill, but like, I'm willing to suffer on the hill. I'm gonna die on the hill. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like people acting like she's just a friend. He's just a friend. Like, what's a friend? Because I want to hang out with the same all the time. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of weird if you're a girl. Like, have I want to always hang out with you. That Biz Biz Marquis song. No. Oh baby, you. You got what I need. When you say it, just a friend. <laughs> yeah. When you say it, and basically just a the friend. whole song, like, oh. <laughs> the whole song is about this dude who meets a girl, and she's always around dudes, and she says they're just friends. Uh-huh. And then he goes to visit her at university, and she's like, and they're together, and she goes to visit her at university, and she's with another guy. Um, yeah. This, this whole, this whole like having, having loose relationships with the opposite gender is um that if 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 other things are gasoline then that's c4 you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you know absolutely and like here's the thing people say like no she's really just a friend she helps me out with stuff and it's always an attractive female like <laughs> i don't believe you bro get like this sounds awful but get like a very unattractive friend mm-hmm like maybe I'd believe you because your friends, your your dude friends are all ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like you have you have friends with dudes who got unibrows and looking rough and uncut, and you don't care because those are your friends. You crack it up with your boys. Yeah. So stop acting like 
this girl over here is just your friend, bro. Like, you friend, inshallah, more to you. <laughs> Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying. I see it all the time. And I, I see it like, I see such depths of this delusion. Uh, <laughs> like, we know people. Like, I see people who are just like so deep. Like, well, on God, on everything. I'm like, on everything, you're delusional. Like, people are just so adamantly saying, she's just a friend. I'm mm. like, like if she didn't say like, "Hey, you want to be more," they wouldn't jump at the chance, you know. Yeah, you jump, you, you jump, you, you jump. You say how high? Like if she said <laughs> jump, like stop, stop lying to yourself, uh, bro. And girls do it too, but and this is a different episode because we. So so girls do it too. I was gonna yeah, but girls are just girls are just satisfied with that friendship, whereas guys aren't. Yeah, girl, girls are satisfied with the flirtation aspect exactly, of it, exactly, because. Generally speaking, this is just a generalization. Women really, really appreciate the emotional aspect of it. Like the guy who's see guys care because they they, they care, but they for men their caring <laughs> is transactional to more. Uh-huh. And, and and this is I'm not saying it's right. This is how men think. Uh-huh. I care about her. Oh, I do these things for her. She called me because she had a fight with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She called me because she had a fight with her dad. She's having a panic attack. She's calling me. Okay. Well, that all, carry all, out that, after, all that's money in the time, bank, basically. It's money in the bank. <laughs> I'm caring for you six months. <laughs> now right? I expect. <laughs> now I want all the care I gave to you from you in this way. Uh-huh. Because that's how it <laughs> translates from men. And it's wrong because... Men and women never have this kind of open contract relationship where they actually say, "Hey, for me, emotional that's, care that's, is sexual." Yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah. that's how it is for <laughs> men. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that's why it's wrong. It's because that's why it's, it's wrong. Yeah. It's the assumption that this that there is this understanding when really there's not this understanding, um, and then it's like you're holding over, you're holding, you're holding things that you did for this woman for that purpose over her head as if she's supposed to. Uh, Compensate and, you and, for and, it. and men get like red pill, black pill, upset over this stuff <laughs> because, it, like, to men, to men, it's obvious. Uh-huh. Like, like if you t- talk to a normal guy and he breaks down a scenario, I've been talking to this girl, she 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 calls me every night when she's upset. You know, I I emotionally help her with all this stuff. If she if the guy makes a move, says I want more, and she says no, he is like literally like. Inside, he was expecting a yes, because yeah. that's how men like understand this kind of mm-hmm. stuff, and it's maybe because men don't usually open up very much emotionally. Like that kind of stuff to us is just from, from like from a woman, it's just no, different. I mean, it's because it's because like you said, it's because we're having these loose, loosey goosey relationships, and when I say loosey goosey, I mean that nothing's defined. When you sit down and you're and you're getting your nikah done there's a contract right everyone yeah. knows what role they're playing in that relationship yeah there's no ambiguity about what's going on here yeah but when you're in this friendship and you're just like oh you know i'm we're just friends Vibin'. and nothing is defined and like this could be a lot of things this is where exactly this is where all the wires get crossed to to the to the girl you're not in a relationship to the dude. He's putting in all this emotional work <laughs> so that he can get something for what? and you be know, in a relationship. For what? And then there's this conflict. There's this conflict at the end of it. And it's like, this is why you, y'all are idiots. <laughs> and, and again, like people got heartbroken about things. And it's like, just think like how stupid it is. Because what I'm saying is like people are being 
heartbroken and having their like insides ruined from things that aren't even set in stone. Like mm-hmm. like this loot like like you said, like these loosey goosey parameters. Like dudes really have their hearts broken over girls who they never even told a girl they want to be with. Mm. Do you understand how crazy that is? <laughs> Men are having, and I'm like, we're crazy for this, right? Like, we are having our heart broken by a woman without ever telling this woman from the get-go, or ever I having find a conversation. you attractive. Yeah, <laughs> I find you attractive. I do not see you as a friend. I would like to be an emotional and sexual partner. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you would never phrase it like delude, that. They just delude themselves. Yeah, yeah, and. and and again, they'd be like, "Oh, this woman must treat me so bad, so this, so that." And it's like, maybe she did, but also, women don't even think like this. Yeah, they, they don't. You guys were operating from two very different perspectives. Yeah, and there was no conversation had about how you're going to reconcile the difference in these perspectives. And so, what happened is you got hurt, and she was fine. And that's no one's fault. That's no one's fault but your own. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's like, or the, at least each other. Like you're, both, or maybe you're both, both yeah, responsible. Yeah, or both, both you guys are at fault. I'm sure. Yeah. But that's the issue with these like red pill guys. They never take that. They never take that part. And they're, yeah. and they're oh yeah, bro. Women not have perfect female mystery. nature. Listen, G. Female, they're just gonna break your heart, bro. They, they just wanna. <laughs> they just wanna use you all up. And then, <laughs> and then when and then when you ask for what you deserve, they wanna leave you. It's like uh, she. Th- I mean, again, women are women are naive for thinking. Yeah, he just wanted me as a friend. But still, you're also no like you're stupid, dude. No, I mean, you know, they, like they were, they were probably like, oh, he's he's, he's such getting a nice guy. He's getting the same fulfillment and the same um, <laughs> enjoyment from this that I'm getting. And well, yeah, I'm sure he was getting some, but it was not like the same. Five percent. It, 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 was, it yeah. was not the same. Yeah, it was not, it was not the, the same. same. <laughs> and and dude, this this is this is great. We have we have to keep flowing with this. Like, what, what's what's really crazy again is I talk to people about marriage, and they act like I'm crazy. I talk to some people even about multi, right? Like some mm. people. God, this is like a really shit podcast. Like I'm sure, like some of the listening is like not getting some of the aspects of this. But just bear with me, right? Like some people I try to convince about like marriage or like a temporary marriage, which mm. is a multi, right? If you don't know, and they're like. It doesn't matter. A relationship is a relationship. And like, I'm like, no. And and then some people I'm explaining to them why it's different. Mm-hmm. They're like, <coughs> they're like, why is it different? I'm like, because it's a contract because you have to write some stuff in stone. Mm-hmm. And like, they're what's like, the difference between me just having a girlfriend? Like that's And what, they're that's like convinced. Exactly. What's the difference? What's the difference? I'm like, because it's literally written in stone. <laughs> yeah. That is the difference. And between men and women, that's necessary because our brains are literally not wired the same, bro. <laughs> you can, and like men and women can always call each other crazy because to each other we are. We literally see things differently. Even if you find the most logical woman ever and you're the most logical man, at some point, both of y'all are going to think the other person is crazy because y'all don't think the same, bro. <laughs> things mean differently to each other, right? Yeah. Like and that's why I have and to write from, something that's in stone. From, that's from person to person, and then especially like between the sexes, even like if it's yeah. from person to person, male male to male or female to female. Yeah, imagine between you know female to male or male to female. When you have a contract, though, you go back to that piece of paper when you guys are both fighting, and you're like, okay, we both read this, we both agree to these statements, mm-hmm. and 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 this that's how, the difference. This is how we're gonna resolve our conflict. Yeah, you know, this is what the relationship is. This is who's paying for these, and these are like the most imp- important things in life. We think about marriage. We think when when uh, there's like a study done on like the things that cause divorce more most, or the things that people couples fight about most, it's finances. Mm. Okay, well, what does a marriage contract have? A marriage contract talks about who provides. Mm-hmm. Well, so so you're telling me 
Islam, which requires a marriage contract, is crazy for taking care of the biggest obstacle for all people who are married? <laughs> and you're asking me why marriage is different? Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> Stop lying to yourself. Uh, Islam is the key to all your problems. But you want what's easy because it is funner. It is more fun to be loosey-goosey. Absolutely. Because it's chaotic. Like, let's be let's be fair, right? It's chaotic and it's nice to be like, I don't know, you know. We're still figuring things out. You know, like, that's, that's cool and all, right? But it's not practical and it's not good for longevity. Mm, if you're living tomorrow. for a month, yeah, bro, like, oh, I'm sure like, <laughs> do it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, you're, you're not, bro. Like, you're not living. You're at least inshallah. You're, you're, you're not like, an insect. You know what I'm saying? Like a fly, like, well, a fly, like lives for like 24 hours, right? Like you in and out. But like humans, you, you want, you want things situated well for you, bro. <laughs> you're wake up and be like, who is this woman in my life? Yeah. I don't know who she is. I don't know how things are managed. She's, she's ruining my life or vice versa for a woman as well. Right? Like who is this guy that I trusted to let, get this close to me now who's ruining everything how many people in awful situations do we see and then people of course some are thinking about this being critical they're like i know a lot of divorced people who are in bad circumstances that's true they could have also signed a prenup they could have also written or like islamically like written things and extra things in your contract you can do that yeah you know if they didn't do that that's some not using the contract that islam gave or it's just them not like there's also a whole <clears throat> There's a whole section of marriage that happens before you're actually married. And if in that phase, you're just not talking about important things or like not spotting red flags when you should be spotting red flags, then yeah, your marriage is probably not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. And, and but that's, that's, not a, that's not the fault of the system. That's the fault of you. Yeah. Like you, your personal, your personal problem. Yeah. And again, it's like, again, these are, these are just tools. I just, I, I, I. The logical inc inconsistencies are what bother me. And when people say they're upset about something, like I've an issue, like I, I talk to so many people who are saying who are like, I have an issue with Islam. It says it says this thing, this that thing. Why? I'm like, what do you mean why? You don't want to do this thing because you don't want to do the thing. Yeah, you're not curious about the answer. <laughs> you don't care about why. You don't care. <laughs> yeah. You just want a reason to feel okay and sleep at night for why you don't do the thing mm -hmm. that you know you should be doing. Like why you ask? Like you know when people come to you and ask you to explain something to them, not because they're less knowledgeable and they think you're more knowledgeable, but because they're like, if he can't give the answer, I'm just not going to do it. That's my justification. Exactly. Yeah. Talk to a shake, bro. <laughs> Talk to a shake, bro. I work in IT and I have a podcast. I'm not a scholar. Yeah. Stop asking us. Stop asking us. There are people who study, dedicate their lives specifically for people like us who have questions for them about the religion. Go to them. So go to them. If you're going to your Muslim family members who you perceive as more religious than you, when truthfully they're probably just as sinful, <laughs> just so you could justify why you don't practice the religion, it, you're you're being an idiot. <laughs> go to the sheikhs, bro, who are yeah. knowledgeable. Yeah. Oh, we we covered a lot, huh? <laughs> and Matthew's voice went all hoarse. Like, go to the sheikh, bro. <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there is a beautiful place for us to wrap it up. Now let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely speak. No. <laughs> we speak Call of Duty Ramadan day. I know, I know. What are you doing in the corner? <laughs> um, this is one of our longer episodes. Yes, inshallah, we will have some really good clips posted from this episode, and I hope you guys show some love to it. 
If you guys enjoyed this episode, please go to patreon.com backslash thoughtful banter and follow us there. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and all the content that we've been producing recently. Once again, shout out to our patrons that have been supporting us. Ali, Ahmad, Latifa, Ali, TJM, Justin, and Muhammad. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will be back soon. Peace. Assalamu alaikum.